0: to The Cart Podcast with me, Sim, where I talk about amazing dramas, people and music all the way from South Korea. I hope you're all having a good day and let's get straight into this episode. So the drama I'm going to be talking about today is called Cheese in the Trap. And in Korean, it's literally the same. Cheese in the Trap. So it's a drama that aired in 2016. And I remember when this drama came out, I was seriously obsessed with it. And I used to watch it a lot, all the time. This was my favourite drama for such a long time. And I don't know why I liked it so much. Actually, I think I do. But this drama is also based on a webtoon. And I remember I also began began to read the start of it, but I never actually finished it. I do wish to go back to i think i was trying to read it in korean but back then my korean wasn't that great so um i'm gonna try and reading it again even though this drama the ending sort of bugged me about it i think it bugged a lot of people but um i have to say it is still one of my favorite dramas they also did another remake of this drama into a film and when the film came out, I was so hyped about it, because I was just obsessed with this drama, and I was just even more hyped because the film was coming out. It was really kind of interesting as well, the film, because the male lead was still the same, and it would have been nice to see the other characters from the drama to be in the film as well, but I think they were all busy as well, because I really wanted to see Kim go who plays Hong sol in the drama, but... No, she wasn't in the film. But Kim Gohan is one of my favourite actresses of all time. I've loved her ever since *Choosing in the Trap came out. But the remake was such a good idea because I think it sort of made the writer of the webtoon feel at peace as well as the audience. And it was just a more fulfilling ending. So, yeah, that's what I'm going to be talking about today. So in the casting crew of this drama, we have the writer... Kim Nam-hee and they wrote Tree of Heaven as well as the writer Go Sun-hee. The drama is directed by Lee Yoon Jung and she also directed Coffee Prince which is a classic k-drama. In the cast we have the male lead Park Hae jin and he comes in many dramas and films such as Bad Guys, Doctor Stranger, My Love from, Another- from the Star Forest and in this drama, he plays Yoo Jung who is basically the sunbae or senior at uni in the year. He is very intelligent and he comes from a very wealthy background. He has sort of a dark side to him as well, where he sort of manipulates people or comes across as cold and tries to secretly get back at those who use him for his money. In the end, he ends up falling in love with the female lead Hongso and that is played by my favourite, Kim Gowen. And she is a very hard-working individual, a top student in uni. She juggles her uni life with her part-time jobs. She is a bit afraid of Park Ge Jin, as she can see that he has sort of a dark side to him right at the beginning. And he she sort of struggles to see what his true intentions are with her. But as the story progresses, she sees a more innocent side and a more vulnerable side to him. Which in the end she ends up falling from as well. Kim Go-eun also comes in the dramas Goblin and King the Eternal Monarch. Next we have So Kang Joon, and he is another favourite actor of mine. He comes in dramas such as To the Beautiful You, another classic, After School Look You're Not, Entertainer, Are You Human, The Third Charm, When the Weather is Fine, and loads more. In this drama he is Becking Ho, who is a very talented pianist who got who, who was adopted by Yoo Jung's father along with his no along with his sister Becking Ha. He warms up to Seoul very, very easily and I love seeing the chemistry between um Ho and and Hong Sol. I was about to call her Kim Go and Hong Sol. Um the chemistry between them is very funny and annoying. When he was younger, he was very close to Yu Jung as well. But after an incident, he became bitter towards him, and he sort of went off by himself and sort of sort of ran away and then Finally, we have the beautiful Lee Sung Kyung, another amazing actress her act her acting is is so good in this drama like she 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 portrays a sort of manic female and yeah, she comes across really well in this drama. She comes in dramas such as Doctor's Weightlifting Fairy, While You Were Sleeping, About Time, Doctor Romantic 2, and she is Becking Ho, which is Becking her sister. She sort of sponges off Yujung's dad and ha- really has no intent of earning her own money. Yujung tries to encourage his dad to stop giving her money as well, and she also sort of likes Yujung Jung as well, so gets a bit jealous when Hong Seo comes in the way. So, moving on to the plot of this drama. The storyline revolves around Hong Sol and how she basically tries to go about her uni life, part time job, and her student life basically. Over time, Yu Jung tries to get close to Hong Seoul. We see the troubles that Yu Jung has with his family to begin with, with Bekin Ha and Bekin Ho, as well as his personality. We also see the burdens that Hong Sol has within her uni life, her part time jobs, and also within her family as well. Yujung is first come across as a nice and friendly person to everyone however Yujung has a tendency to sort of trap those that annoy him or use or use other people to sort of manipulate others and Hongso saw this right at the beginning and slowly Yujung starts to annoy her and it was for this reason she decides to take time off school. Her friend then encourages her to come back and even though she rejects her friend's money to help her with her school fees, Sol gets a first place scholarship behind the scenes. And it was later on she realised that Yoo Jung, behind the scenes, lost his work on purpose because he originally was going to get the first place scholarship. Sol still feels wary about Yoo Jung as the story goes on. But then Yoo Jung starts being more nice to her when she comes back to school. He starts following her around and asking for food, and then they get closer. They have a lot of small situations in their relationship, such as how Yujung manipulates people. This sort of hits him back in the face, though, because Sol ends up getting a stalker due to Yujung being involved with this stalker, which is obviously not good. This escalates further when Becky gets more involved and jealous of Sol. And like I said earlier, the ending was sort of annoying for me. And I recently watched the film after many years of forgetting to watch it. Well, it wasn't sort of, I forgot to watch it. I didn't really want to move myself away from the drama, which is what I truly loved. But then I thought, I need to watch this film. And I have to say, the film is much better than the drama. It's more wholesome, less rushed compared to the drama. And also, it has a better ending, in my opinion. So, yeah. It's a really good drama. So in the drama, there are a couple of memorable moments which I really like. Firstly, being the beginning scene of the drama, Sol is basically drunk in a sort of um, bar, and she talks about taking time at school because of Yoo Jung um, basically annoying her, and she can see it. And then in the scene, she's sort of like... Um, falls back in a chair and this scene really really gripped me and i really wanted to know what happened so that's my first memorable moment my second one is when yujung keeps following around Sol at the beginning of school or uni and he keeps asking her if she wants to have dinner and it was really funny and cute at the same time time because um yujung kept yujung, yujung even asked her before like lunch had even started like really early and and she still says, oh yeah, she's eaten. And her stomach was just there, like, grumbling. But in the end, she finally gives in after he helps her with an assignment. And they basically have triangle kim- kimbap, which is not what he was expecting. So that is still kind of funny as well. He couldn't open the triangle kimbap properly as well, so he started practising that. The third mem- memorable moment is when Sol meets Beck and her for the first di- time. Becken bumps into this random guy, this random guy off the street who was just sort of walking around campus, then he starts roughly talking to Hong Seol as well, and she gets really creeped out and then Becking comes comes ends up basically running away after security chase them, and he ends up running away with that with that with that um dishevelled looking guy of the streets and because of that, the security were chasing both of them. That part is so funny. Beckon has character generally is my favourite. It's just all her moments are just are just funny and just crazy. And her character is literally a whole mood. She is just over the top and a great giant diva. And Lee Sung kyung does such a great job of just smashing this character. And I instantly fell in love with her as well, and it made the story generally more interesting and way more humorous. For example, there was a look-alike of Hong Sol. And Beck her, her thought that it was actually Hong Sol, and she sort of based, she, st- she started sort of having a fight with her. That was hilarious. So, the themes and meaningful points. Firstly, Hong Sol's character, I think I related to so much, and I think this is why I loved the drama a lot as well. I saw myself in Hong Sol's shoes of like working hard at university and earning money at the same time, trying to basically work hard in life. And the small group of friends she keeps is just exactly like me as well, so I related a lot to Hong Sol's character, so that was for me a meaningful point. Next, we have Yu Jung's behaviour the way he uses people to get his own back as well, but people don't know as well that he instigates situations as well and this sort of character is type this sort of character for a main character is rare for dramas so Having something like this makes a rom-com drama even more interesting and refreshing and kind of gives the main character a a sort of edge. And obviously, yeah, makes the story more interesting, which is what I just said. And thirdly, student life. I suppose this story does revolve a lot around university life. And if you are a university student, I totally understand what university is like. Mine was such a rollercoaster of emotions and honestly I don't even know how I passed all four years of my university. All I remember is studying, going to eat with friends, then going to the gym, then food shopping and then it was just like a huge cycle on repeat. And it was a great experience in life though and for those who who have started uni during Covid, I really feel you. I hope things get much better for you. But in this drama, we see how Seoul is literally working so hard to make something of herself. And it is very inspiring for the audience to watch something like that. I mean, for me, it is. Because I have to say, every time I watch a school K-drama, when I was a student, I would always get encouraged to, like, start studying now or start revising for some reason. I don't know if this is just me. Is it just me? I don't know. Okay, now I'm going to be talking about the OST, and this OST, I have to say, is my top, number one top, favourite OST of all time. I used to listen to, well, I still listen to this OST all the time, and I remember making my playlist back on Spotify for for this OST, and it was on public, and my friend saw it and listened to it as well. And she's someone who doesn't really watch Korean dramas or anything, but she really, really liked the playlist, and... I totally agree with her because obviously the songs are just beautiful. In this OST we have the artist Cosmos Hippie, 20 years old, Tearliner, a lot, Kang Hyun Min with Urban Sakapa, People and People, Vanilla Acoustic, Woo Hai, Salt and Paper, one of my favourites, and Sweden Laundry. My favourite song on this OST is a song I always listen to. I have it in my playlist, I listen to it all the time, but it is te- Tearliner Fiyozo. It is so amazing. And finally, I'm going to end this podcast episode with a quote from my favourite song in the OST, I Am Love by Tearliner Fiyozo, if you didn't hear that already. And it goes like this: Nae dama I draw a dream with all my memories in it. And that is it for this episode. I really hope you enjoyed listening to the podcast. And if you haven't seen this drama or movie before, I highly suggest you check it out because it is a great, great student type of drama if you're into watching those sort of styles. The film itself was well. The characters did a good job in the film and the drama, so they're all really good characters. I think the film is more true to the webtoon, that's for sure. And it's really nice to see both different perspectives, but they're both great. You can listen to this podcast on Apple, Spotify, YouTube. And also we have an Instagram page where you can leave your thoughts and comments on the podcast and your favourite dramas and singers and everything from Korea. So I'll see you later. Goodbye.